Glide across the ice at Ice and Lights, the winter village at Cameron Run in Alexandria. Enjoy outdoor skating and thousands of twinkling lights for great photo ops. For hours and ticket information, visit NovaParks.com. Nova Parks, discover what's next. My next guest, I was on his show in Philadelphia just recently, had a great time and realized that a lot, I have a lot of fan members because on that show, once the show aired, a lot of people went to my site, moneymakingconversation.com, and joined my fan club several times because his show airs at different times in that market. He's a television host, radio host, media expert, brand influencer, and public speaker. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Quincy Harris. Thank you, sir. How, how are you doing, Rashad? First of all, I'm doing really good. Um, I was in Miami with you last week. Um, yes. Sat down and chat. So, I know you have the show in in Philadelphia. Why were you at NAPTI? And NAPTI is an association of television programmer executives. Where you go down there if you want to get syndicated. If you big thing they was talking about down there in NAPTI. Well, of course, streaming is the rage, but also podcasts was on a yes. lot of people's conversation down there. Uh, uh, you know, Jada Pinker was down there. She announced the the show got picked up through Facebook through I think twenty twenty two. Then Gloria Estevan. It's a spinoff version of her show along with her niece and her daughter. So they they starting to, like, you know, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Real Housewives of California, Beverly Hills, New Jersey. Well, you're about to see Red Table, Latino, Red Table. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Red yeah. Table, all this. Uh, Russia, Red, Red Table, Italian, yeah. all this stuff. So so we know when you have a successful brand, especially in the talk show arena, it's very smart of her to know that, okay, no, 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 this is my brand, and I'm going to start extending it. So I can give me some checks yeah. while I sleep. Because that's all we ever want, Quincy, is sleepy yeah. money. Sleepy money? Yeah. <laughs> sleepy money. <laughs> I like that. Uh, well, well, the reason I was down there, one, um, you know, you talk about different steps, right? And, and one of my steps in my career is, is to find mentors, whether I, I get to talk to them or I just get to, like, take information from their different, um, their different lives and their different paths. So um, knowingly, you don't even know this, you were already on my board. Like, I have a kill list, right, of people I need to meet, need right. to talk to, and you were already on that list, mm-hmm. right? You. So you were on that list, and it was you. It was, um, oh, my gosh, she slipped in my mind. Byron Allen, mm-hmm. you, Byron Allen, Steve Harvey, uh, Stephen A. Smith, um, uh, Chris Abrego from 51 Minds, like oh, yeah. all these different people, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. um, I've studied – and all of these people have gone to Nat, Nat Peak, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I talked to, um, not name dropping, but I talked to Mari Povich's people, and they were like, hey, Mari will be at Nat, Nat Peak. Then right. I saw you, and you said, Nat Peak. I was like, you know what? This is the year I need to be <laughs> at Nat Peak. Right. And you were the, the, the deciding factor of me going, because this was, I've been trying to go to this uh, event for the last five years, mm-hmm. and Three days before I talked to you, someone, you know, you know, Mari Povich's people said, Nappy, you said Nappy. I said, right, I got to go. Right. So I needed to know uh, not only from a, from a perspective of, you know, I'm talent on air, but I need to know what the executives know and what the executives look at. And, you know, the information I walked away from from Nappy forever changed me. Even just our one-on-one conversation broadened right. um, my perspective. So I really appreciate you for that as well. Well, it's 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 what I do. Okay, um, again, it's really funny. Chris Abrego, you know, uh, in the mall, in the mall, what I did, yes. the Steve Harvey talk show. Steve Harvey, everybody knows I managed him for sixteen years. Currently, I manage Stephen A. Smith. So, yep. so, so we really were, we really were narrowing it down. Just one person, me. 
<laughs> you need to meet me, my brother. You need to meet yeah. me. It's Byron Allen. I don't know. I know Byron Allen from my stand-up comedy days, and he was there. He gave yeah. a great speech, and he's on top of the world with his with his with, with what he's come from. And so, so when yeah. I look at you as a talent, I did your show, very comfortable show, and I was I walked over. My walk away was like, okay, this young man should expand his brand. He he should be bigger than this in this market, but sometimes you can get trapped into a market. Not saying you trap, yeah. but you know, you want to syndicate and sometimes deals won't let you syndicate because they have a different vision for you. So mm-hmm. what is the ultimate vision for, well, first of all, before, before you answer that question, what was your experience coming to Natty? It was for me, it, it exceeded um, my wildest expectations for me. Uh, going into Nappy, I was a guy, you know, I go, I come from radio going into television. I, I thought I was just doing a show in Philly and no one can see it. Um, I met a lot of executives there <laughs> that knew who I was, yes. which blew me away. That was number one. Number two, the information of streaming and OTT over the top technology, which um, our industry and in television is going towards, um, that, that helped me. So I said, okay, this is where I need to go. Mm-hmm. And it gave me the insight of, you know, some of the people that I, I, I work for here at Fox, um, their, their vision of what television looks like moving forward. So for me, it was, uh, it, it was something I wish I would have done four or five years ago, but I'm, I'm really glad I made the last-minute decision after I talked to you to, to go to NAPI. Absolutely. Uh, NAPI is the National Association of Television Program Executives is a professional yeah. associate of television and emerging media executive. And people come down there, they have, they have seminars, they have panels, and also, more important, they have buyers, buyers of television shows. And, and also they have speakers and, and who tell you about their experience. And it's really, a, it's a, if you're trying to get in the television business or want to get educated about the television business, you know, you can buy a day pass, I think a day pass, just to come by and see the activities, like $600, $600 a day, just to go in and just be able to see the different booths and different... Uh, different lanes of information that are being processed while you're down there. And so yes. one of the great things with that I, we got to do was I got to really spend some non, you know, TV time with, with Quincy and sit down with him. And we we looked over your sizzle reels and, and I just gave you my level of expert expertise as to why this worked. Cause he had two different sizzle reels. And my whole concept was merging as one, because that's what I do. What I do is I'm able to look at talent and this young man is talented. So now he just has to make decisions now because and they're tough decisions because sometimes, you know, I love IBM. I went to went on the road as a stand-up comic. I went to New York and I went to LA. Then I went from LA back to Houston. And all these were life-changing decisions because of the fact that has is he is is Philly the right place for him? Mm-hmm. That's the decision he has to make now because I can easily see him on E. I can easily see him on, you know, uh entertainment tonight i can easily see him on extra there's so many things i could easily see him on but guess what they're not in philadelphia yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, yeah, no i totally get it as totally well as as well as emerging technology of other shows that we have mentioned that are being on you know on uh, uh, roku channels and uh podcast channels it's a lot of really really cool things so when i look at a talent like like quincy harris you know who's based in philadelphia you know i'm i'm, I'm I'm, I'm, I got to wait till he makes that decision before I can step in and go, hey, man, I can do this for you. Because certain things you can't not do if you're not available consistently for people to see you. And that's why I wanted you to come down to NAPD and let you know, guess what? People know you, my man, way more than yes. you think they know you. Now, yep. now, now they're going to say, where you at? That's exactly. no, the question you have to ask. 
Where are you located at? So, and and the frustration can happen is that you can move to L.A., you can move up to New York, and guess what? Six months later, you probably, man, I could have stayed in Philadelphia. There are no guarantees. There are yep. no guarantees. But I'm just telling you, Quincy, you are talented, my friend. Thank you very much. No, I, I appreciate it. It was, uh, it's funny. I lived in Philly my entire life, and then I moved to L.A. Uh, with no job. This was in 2007, mm-hmm. and I landed uh, a radio gig with Big Boy, who's a syndicated radio host out there, and I learned from him, and I was out there for about almost five years. And then me coming back home, you know, um, I stayed home. I was here, and I then I transitioned into, you know, my television show here at Fox, which is, you know, it's been a great opportunity. But, again, you know, you can look at other people's stories and just see like, okay, I need to write my own story, but you also have to keep changing and keep reinventing <laughs> yourself and keep um, taking risk. Mm-hmm. So I'm, yeah, I'm all, I'm all for it. I, I definitely, um, you know, everything aligns the way it needs to align. So I, I'm, um, I'm appreciative of, of just our connection in, in the last, you know, two weeks. Absolutely. We're going to, we're going to yeah. be right back. My guest on the phone is uh, he hails from the great city of Philadelphia. He is a television radio host, media radio host, media expert, brand influencer, and a public speaker. Uh, my man Quincy Harris will be back with more conversation with him on Money Making Conversations. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald, and you're listening to Money Making Conversations. Uh, the show that I, I started. I started um, as a campaign just to expose my brand to a bigger platform. It's only supposed to have lasted six weeks. That's all I had projected in my world. Now that's now it's 2020. Going into our fourth year. Uh, programming and I was at Napti and um, I, and I had my booth and I, I looked around and I saw all this talent and a lot of people were amazed that I, you know, because a lot of times you you see talent on a on a banner you go okay did he actually talk to the person yes I did and so it really was a testament to what we're doing in money making conversation to have individuals like the ones that I had on display at Napti on my banners and my pop up banners but also to be able to talk to young emerging talent like you, Quincy Harris. Now, your show, The Q. Tell us about The Q. Uh, we started The Q here locally in, on, uh, in Philadelphia at Fox 29. Uh, we're in our fourth season. We've done over 600 episodes. It's a, a talk show where we have fun. Uh, we have comedians come on. We have people like yourself come on, uh, inspire the people. We have uh, musicians that come on the show. Um, and, you know, I, I got into television or wanted to do TV after watching Arsenio Hall back in 1991. I said, man, this dude is talking to, you know, I will watch late night TV. I love David Letterman late, late night. I love Johnny Carson, but I loved when they had people that I love like rappers on the show, but they didn't have them on that often. And then I would, uh, I would discover uh, Arsenio Hall and he would have somebody on every night that I loved. You know, and I was like, man, I would love to talk to these people. This is what I want to do. So when I was 12 years old, I made the decision that this was the path I wanted. And, um, and you know, now I have the show locally. Now it's time, it's time to take a national. Well, you know, some it's really um, it's interesting because of the fact that, I'll be honest with you, I went to school, I got a math degree, and I wanted to be a comedian. I wanted to be the next Eddie Murphy, the next Richard Pryor. You know, those are my dreams. And then all of a sudden, I'm not even doing no stand-up now. And so that's yeah. what. So that means that when I, you have to be willing to switch gears if that's not the path yep. that you want to, or see the opportunity. It's about It's about about pursuing the opportunity. I'm an opportunistic yeah. person. Now you see me something over there that looks good, and it's within my talent. I'm gonna go over there. 
So I know you're a family man. So family is very important to you to have that balanced life. Is that is does does having a family life weigh into your decision making on what you're doing with your career or what you're going to do with your career in the future? Uh, it does. It, it really like so. I have three sons, uh, nine years old. Well, turning nine years old this year, six years old this year, and uh, a five month old. And for me, I cannot. I use my how can I can put this. I use my kids as a a truth barometer, right? right? I can't tell my kids to go after their dreams if I'm not going after my dreams. Right. Mm-hmm. So I want, I want my kids to see how relentless I'm going after my dreams. And I want them to do the same thing. Like I can't sit back on the sideline and say, Oh son, you need to go for your dreams if they're not going. And I'm not going. For mine. Right. <laughs> so it makes, it makes me even more relentless uh, to go after my dreams. Like other people I've grown up with, that's been uh, their kids or their family has been a, um, I'm not going to say hindrance, or it's been an excuse of why you shouldn't go after your dreams. For me, it's the total opposite. Right. Now, it's really important that people understand that when you it, – it's really interesting. The word selfishness uh, or selfish has been really used, I think, incorrectly. All selfish people are tied to success. Let be a fact. I'm a selfish person yep. because of the fact that I have to wake up one day and go, you know something, this is what I want to do. This is big. and sometimes it may it may conflict with the people that you love, but you but the a part of using correctly is you communicate with this is what I have to do because look, I was at IBM working a very successful job. I was writing hotel. I work. I was writing on the Parenthood. I left Parenthood to go to a senior hall sitcom. I left a senior hall sitcom to go to the sister sister sitcom. I left the sister sister sitcom to go to the Jamie Foxx sitcom. Right? I left there wow. so. So I left all these different platforms. There were, hey, the shows wasn't canceled. I just left them because guess what? I had to do something to build my brand. And then when yeah. I went to do, then when I was on radio, I left Steve Harvey. I left, I left the Parkers to manage Steve Harvey. And so, because mm. Steve said, hey, man, look, I think we can do great things together. I said, cool. I think so, too. He said, uh, and I said, let's, let's go and make it happen. For 16 years, we made it happen. And so in, in change, I felt the way people perceived African-American men or black men on daytime television. I feel like we, 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 we uh, energize the game show. That's why they have their game shows that are all on ABC during the summer. It's because guess what yeah. it's led by? Family Feud. And so, mm-hmm. so when I see African-American men hosting these shows, I smile because I know you have to step out there. You have to make a difference. And when I look at a talent like you, Quincy, you can do all those things, man. You can be, in a, you can be an announcer for, for Nick Hannah's new show. You can be, you can be a guest. You can be a you can be a, you can be a, a a game show host. You can be a a new uh, correspondent on Extra. So it's putting all those pieces together. When you are as talented as you are, you're a good looking guy. You're at that right age. You're articulate. You know you're not afraid to ask the questions in a fun way or an investigative way. Okay, man, I'm putting the pressure on you. What's next steps for Quincy? For me, it's it's going national. I think um, sometimes. As a, a talent, you can kind of sabotage yourself, mm-hmm. and you need to know exactly um, what the tools are for the next steps, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, I've been doing everything by myself right. or a couple of different friends here and there, right? You got and help now. You got help like, now. I'm going to help you, okay? I'm going to help Thank you. you. Okay. So I know, one, I need an agent. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, because if you have an agent, you can be as talented as you know, anyone, but you need someone that's in those rooms knowing about those different opportunities. That's okay. number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, uh, what I had to do after I left Nat P was say to myself, 
you are indeed ready for the next step. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't happen until you really say to yourself that you are ready for your next step. I'm not saying that right now I'm as polished as Oprah or Steve or, or the Steves, but I know that I'm enough right now to take it to the next level. I think <laughs> yes. going to that piece, that kind of, um, you know, that was like a reconfirmation for myself. I'm, I'm so, going to just tell you this question. I'm not, I'm not going to sit up and tell you something that you're not capable of doing. I, my resume allows me to be able to sit up here professionally. Okay, here's a guy, Gabrielle Union. I was casting on Sister Sister. I discovered uh, many talents out there over the years and, and given them advice. I've given Kevin Hart advice. I've given uh, Lala Anthony when she was 19. I've given a lot of tremendous, Nick Cannon, wow. a, a lot of tremendous talent. So when I speak, it's, there's a brutal honesty that comes out that's not brutal because I'm only speaking because I, I, for the goodwill of the individual that I'm talking to. And when I talk yep. to you, don't worry about what people think. You yep. are a winning ticket, my friend. Now you have to get that sizzle reel back to me, the way I asked. Yep. Okay. Yep. And you know, and 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 then we're gonna work on that media kit, that EPK. Okay. And then we're gonna sit down and go, what is really your point of view? Okay, because see what happens is, and when I say that is that I distinctly know everybody who's successful, I know their point of view. I know exactly who Steve Harvey is. I know exactly who Stephen A. Smith is. I know exactly who Oprah is. I know exactly who Tyler Perry is. And guess what? They criticize him about the way he does movies and films. And guess what? He don't stop. He's a billionaire. Because he knows exactly who he's talking to. So so now what we have to do is, once once we sit down and go, okay, Quincy, who are you? You might go. Nobody's really ever posed that question to me. Because once you figure out who you are and say, we're going to go, well, when we sit down, this is the conversation we're going to have, and we're not going to bend it. We're not yeah. going to bend it. Dude. We're not going to sit in the room and go, oh, oh, I like country and western too. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, 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 that ain't on there. That, that, hey, don't bend. Don't bend. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I get it. Don't I bend. Get it. Took, you know, yeah. Kelly Clarkson is winning because somebody told her, hey, boy, Kelly, Kelly said, I'm going to come out. I'm singing. That's what I do. I'm, when I open the show, I'm opening singing. Yeah. Nobody does no, I, that. Singing singing rates real low on, on cue scores and all that stuff. Well, guess what? I'm going to sing. Yeah. Guess what? She's the number four rated show in television and daytime talk because she says, this is who I am and I'm sticking yep. to it. Yep. No, I totally get it. No, I, I listen. You know, up until us having this conversation um, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. it was me trying to figure out how I can connect with, you know, certain people. And, and literally, I got a call. They said, hey, um, Rashawn McDonald's coming around. I'm like, uh, do you know? I'm like, yeah, I know exactly who Rashawn McDonald is. <laughs> like, I told him, yeah. I, again, I have a tenacity um, for what I want to do. I know exactly what my goal is. I've always wanted to be um, a talk show host. Um, now it's just time for me to get, you know, take it to the next level. Yes, sir. Um, and you just need to, you can't do it alone. You need these different vehicles. You need different people to to pour into you um, to make those things, uh, make those things happen. So I, I'm really, again, appreciative for you, appreciative for, you know, other people that have been able to help me uh, along the path and um, just really excited about the future. But well, the future is amazing. Before we get off, let's talk about your podcast that's on Spotify. Yes, uh, I have a podcast called Frequency, uh, Frequency, a.k.a. Free Quincy. Um, <laughs> the one thing I've done in my radio career, um, I've been able to, you know, talk to different people, 
but a lot of times you can only talk to people on radio for three to four minutes. Six minutes is a stretch. Um, on television, it's even quicker, right? You're only getting like three minutes. Um, this is a podcast where I'm able to talk to people for 20, 30 minutes um, and, you know, just get to show uh, just the wide range of, of interest and in people that I can talk to. I can talk to anybody about various um, amount of things, and this is what I'm showing on the Frequency Podcast. Well, my man, we're going to talk soon. You know, yes, sir. Uh, life is good. Uh, I have an agenda for you, and the, the agenda is to lead with your gifts in 2020 because you have many gifts. Yes. And uh, to, keep me on your agenda, brother, because I believe in oh, you, listen. Quincy Harris. I, I appreciate it. And we're going to talk soon, okay? I appreciate yes, you, sir. my brother. Thank you. Much love. Announcing the year of 2020. 2020 vision, that is. 2020 vision at the Eye Center, to be exact. That's why we are giving you 20% off your 2020 with Eye LASIK with Eye Design, plus a free consultation and no interest financing. Call the Eye Center today at 888-844-2020 to get your 20% off Eye LASIK or visit theeyecenter.com to schedule your consult online. Financing on approved credit, see website for details. Some restrictions apply.